Okay, the title um, of my word is Hand Carved by God. I actually had this dropped um, into my spirit some time ago. And um, when the Lord gave me this word, I thought, hmm, this is very, very um, interesting word. And I actually felt quite special, hand carved by God, because I, th- I suddenly thought that when something is hand carved, a lot of care, a lot of thought has been put into it. And I really do pray that as you hear the word, it ministers to you and it helps you to understand how God sees you. Sometimes you don't feel that God is there. Sometimes you don't feel that he loves you or he even um, sees what you are going through. But he does see what you're going through because you have been hand carved by him. And sometimes what you're going through is all part of what where he wants to take you it's a process that you're going through we've actually heard that word quite a few times I do remember that Jean-Marc ministered on the word process and even Pastor John has talked about the word process as well it's something that we kind of avoid as we're children of God we have to go through a process you know we have to go through a process the children of um, Israel they went through a process in the wilderness in order sometimes for us to move from one place to another, we go through processes. So that's something that we need to get um, we need to get accustomed to. But hand carved by God, He treasures us. He is there for us. He has actually purposely put things together, put different characters together just to make us. I will start off just by reading a scripture. Um, Okay, Psalms 139, verse 13, it says, For you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Also, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5 says, Before I formed you in, in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. God has created each one of us uniquely. The scripture says, before, um, for, I'm sorry, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. God knew exactly what he wanted to put in us. The character that we have, he has specially chosen those characters just for us because he knows the plan and the purpose he has for us. As the scripture says, Jeremiah 29, 11, he knows where we are to, supposed to go. Okay. He has created us. He has handcuffed us in his image. When I think about um, when something has been handcuffed, as I said before, a lot of care, a lot of thought has gone into it. Oh, let me take this. Let me put this into um, Lynette, let me put this into Mel. Oh, this will be good because I know exactly what I want them to do. I know exactly where I want them to go. The scripture says, before you were were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. He knows what you're going to be. He knows what you're going to be doing. So certain things that he puts in our characters is all part of our destiny, where he wants us to, where he wants us to be, what he wants us to do. He knew 
what he 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 knew the the journey we were going to have the the road we were going to go through there there are parts of us sometimes that we do not like but god has put it there for a reason it's funny how <laughs> when i think about one of my boys i'm sure when i say this you you guys will know who i'm talking about but when he's in school he gets into trouble a lot for talking low level talking constantly talking and yes we tell him off but we do not want him to lose that aspect of him talking because god has placed him god has put that character in him to be able to express himself to be able to talk and there is a reason because he is going to be a voice for his nation so when we tell him off we don't want to suppress that aspect of him and this is what i say in our children god has put certain things in our children in us as well and sometimes it comes across negatively because we don't know how to deal with it we don't know how to control it certain parts need to be harnessed it needs it's like what the scripture says there is a season for everything even in our characters there are times we need to speak because the vo- the lord has given us a voice to speak sometimes we need to just hold back so we need to know when to use that aspect of our characters and when to hold back he ordained i ordained you a prophet to the nations he knows what we're going to be doing before we even know ourselves God has blessed each one of us with unique gifts and talents. He has given each one of us strength as well so that we can accomplish the things that he's put in us. The gifts that the Lord has given us, those gifts and talents that he's blessed us with, it's for his kingdom. For his kingdom is also to bless people, to glorify him, for his name to be glorified, to bring souls into his kingdom and to build his church. That's part of what that's part of why he has given us those gifts, those talents. So therefore, he needed to hand carve us. He needed to make sure that the right things, the right ingredients goes into our character. I don't know about you but I feel really special knowing the way I am God has created me this way. I am not a mistake. I am intentional. I am intentional. His purpose for me was intentional. The plans he has for me was intentional. The things he has placed in me has been intentional. I am not a mistake. he formed me in my mother's womb and before he formed me he knew exactly what he wanted for me i feel pretty special so when you go about your day sometimes people may say things to you they may call you names they may say things about your character but you just need to know that you have been specially handcarved by your heavenly father He knows who you are. He knew who you were before you were even formed. Before your parents even thought to have you, he knew who you were. He knew who you were going to be. He knew what your destiny destiny was going to be. 
So do not ever feel that you are a mistake or certain parts of you, oh goodness, no, I don't like that aspect of me. No, you have been specially created for God and his purposes. There are times I, I know I'm guilty of this. We look at how others are, we compare ourselves to other people. You know, the Lord, over the years, he's dealt with me in this situation. He keeps telling me that he's prepared a table for me. He's put with on that table, beautiful gifts, beautiful talents, just for me. But what am I doing? The table is there. And I'm sure some of us, we find ourselves in this situation. We're there looking at someone else's table. Oh, what's that one got? Oh, what's that one got? Rather than focusing what he has for us, we're looking at someone else's table, looking to see what the Lord has given them. Oh, I like what he's given that one. Oh, I wouldn't mind having that. Oh, I wouldn't mind. Oh, yes, I, I do like that. But what he's given you, he has handpicked for you. Let us use what he has for us. What he has for us. He has designed it. He has handpicked it for us, those gifts and those talents. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do, sorry, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are his workmanship. He has hand carved us specially for the things he has for us to do good works. What he has placed in us is not a, is not a mistake. So the things that he's given us, let us look to those things, those gifts, those talents. God knows the pathway he wants for us because of what he has created for us. For his word in Jeremiah 1, um, chapter one, verse five says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you to be a prophet. He knows what we're going to be doing. And as we partner with the Holy Spirit, as we truly partner with the Holy Spirit, trusting in the Lord, not leaning on our own understanding. We truly partner with the Holy Spirit. We will allow the Spirit to lead us along the paths that God wants, to take us to where we need to get to. Not allowing our own ways to lead us, not allowing ourselves, because I realize that at times self, what we want, gets in the way. And sometimes we think it's God when really it's, it's us. Sometimes we're our own worst enemies. I remember there was a time after um, I had my children and the Lord was speaking to me about the different deliveries that I had had. And the way my children came, the way they were delivered it showed me a glimpse of their characters, how their character was going to be. We have one that didn't come on time, took her time coming. And I thought, okay. 
and the way the delivery went it was just so peaceful and I thought okay and it for, for me that showed me how they how the um my child's character was going to be and we have another one that just came boom it was with so much power I was like okay it was quick it was just so fast and I was like okay and I see that in that one's character and then I have another one who and when I say this to people they're like yeah right whatever this sometimes these are on um believers that I speak to about this but I didn't actually feel pain for my last it was just so peaceful just so peaceful and I remember the mid the midwife coming in and saying to me um you really have a high pain threshold and I in my head and I was like no not really it's God that is here with me that is helping me through this but the the way the last one came it showed me a glimpse of their character as well so each of their deliveries showed me a glimpse of what their characters were like and sometimes I'm, I'm sure with um some of us mothers the Lord shows us a bit of our children's characters and what he has placed in them and he goes ahead and shows us as well where they're going to be what they're going to be doing One of my um, children, from when they were young, they absolutely loved drumming. I remember we used to go and collect him from nursery and all they would say to us is that he's constantly drumming his fingers, even sometimes because they didn't have drums at nursery, but what, whatever he finds, whether it's pots, pans, he's constantly drumming it, constantly drumming it. And they, they <laughs> every time we went, that's what they would say to us. And we knew from a young age, that's one of the gifts that the Lord has placed in him. That's one of the gifts that the Lord has given him. So it was down to us as parents to help him build on that. The Lord has placed uniqueness in each one of our children. And it's for us to guide them along the way sometimes it can be a bit too much as parents when the gift that the lord has given them it just it brings when they're younger because they don't know how to harness it they may be talking too much and you're like oh not now not now sometimes it's helping them and teaching them how to harness the gifts that the Lord has given them. Each one of us ha have been handcarved by God. We've been given special gifts by him for the purposes and plans that he has for us. We all have very different gifts. Some of us were very creative. Some of us, we have hospitality gifts, many different gifts. It's for us to seek him. Sometimes we, we struggle to know, oh, what has the Lord blessed me with? What, you know, what kind of gifts have I got? But it's for us to seek him through the Holy Spirit, just to find out what gifts exactly we have. 
Look at things that you enjoy doing. Think, look at the things that you desire. That gives you a glimpse of what gifts, special gifts that the Lord has placed in you. Whatever the gifts that he's given us, we need to be confident knowing that we're made for a purpose and not looking to the left, not looking to the right at other people's gifts and wanting those gifts instead. Seek him to find out what it is exactly he's given you. But you just have to remember that you are a masterpiece. You are his workmanship. You have been made for good works. And the different gifts that he placed in each one of us, it forms a jigsaw. Just like how within our bodies, there are different functions and they work together for us to function. And it's the same for us in the body of Christ as people. The Lord has placed different gifts in each one of us. And those gifts, they form a jigsaw. Each one of us, they go into its piece by piece and together we work as one for the glory of God, to fulfill his plans, to fulfill his purposes. If we all had the same gifts, it would be such a boring life because we're all needed for different things. We're all needed to fulfill different parts of his kingdom. So having different gifts does help. And as we start this new year as well, we started knowing that we have been handcuffed by God. Those um, things that he's been speaking to us about, the plans that he's placed in us, knowing that it is deliberate. The characters that we have, the gifts that we have, they all work together to help fulfill his plans. Whatever it is God has spoken to you for this year, speak to him, seek him to give you the grace and the strength because he's given it to you. Those desires, he's given it to you. Don't think, oh, who am I? I'm not good enough. Moses said that he had a speech impediment. Can't speak. And I might, and I must go and speak to Pharaoh. What good am I going to be? No. Allow God to speak to you. He has called you for that particular thing. He has called you. He hasn't called me. He hasn't called someone else, but he has spoken to you for that particular thing. Whatever limitations you feel you have and you cannot fulfill them, it's all coming from self. When we focus on self, we cannot get through what the Lord has placed in front of us. We all go through it. The Lord gives you something, you're like, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do? I don't think I can do this, but he reveals his blueprint for those plans piece by piece. And as we wait on him, he will unfold what he wants you to do. Oh, but Lord, um, I don't think I can do it because of this reason. Oh, you can. You just need to wait on him. He will give you the strength. He will give you the grace. 
Oh God, Lord, it's so much. I've got so much on. He will give you the grace to get through it. You has his workmanship. He has created you to do good works. At times when he gives us these plans, we, we don't really know. We, we don't really see the bigger picture. And it's normally towards the end or even sometimes halfway through the middle, you start seeing things thinking, ah, this is why. This is why. Okay. Even the jobs that you go through, it's all part of your training. Sometimes you may feel that you're not doing anything significant. You are just maybe just doing your job, but within your job, you are being trained. Within your job, you are being trained. The little that you feel that you're doing is going to help you for what the Lord, for what the Lord has for you later on. Psalms 139, verse 13 to 14 says, you alone created my inner being. You knitted me together inside my mother. I will give thanks to you because I have been so amazingly and miraculously made. Your works are miraculous and my soul is fully aware of this. Being confident that the Lord has created us for a purpose. Being confident he's our source. 1 Peter 2 verse 9 says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people who belong to God. This is one of my favorite scriptures. A chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. We have been called by God. We are his He's telling us we are his, his chosen people. How beautiful is that? This is our heavenly father. He's calling us his own. And the scripture goes on to say that he has taken us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Whichever way we turn, he is there. For he has created us. Psalms 119 verse 73 to 74 says, you made me, you created me. Now give me the sense to follow your commands. May all who fear you find me, so find in me a cause for joy. For I have put my hope in your word. Our hope, our trust, our confidence is in him. It's in him. When we start to take our eyes, our focus off ourselves and we put it on God, things start to fall into place. We start to see things moving because it's not us, because in our own strength, we cannot do things. In our own strength, we cannot move. And we have to see that. Isaiah 64 verse 8 says, Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay, you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. 
He, we are the clay, he is the potter. And what does the potter do? He molds the clay into how he wants it to be. Whatever shape, whatever design, the potter is in control. The potter is the driver. God is the author and finisher of our faith. He's molding us into how he wants to be. When we surrender all to him, knowing that he is the author and finisher of our faith, we will allow him those gifts, those talents that he has put in us. We will allow him to use those through us to make a difference in people's lives, to bring souls into his kingdom, to build his church. We will allow him to do that because he is the potter, we are the clay. The clay has no authority. We're literally there being molded into the different shapes, di different designs that the potter feels is necessary. How are we using those gifts and talents that he's given us? Is it for self or is it for his kingdom? Are we even aware of the gifts and talents that he's placed in us? If we don't know, let us ask him. Spend time in his presence to know those gifts and talents that he's placed in us. To know where he wants us to turn. Like I said, a new year has started. Fresh grace, fresh strength. To do the things that he's been speaking to us about. God knew us before we were formed. So therefore he knows the plans, the purposes he has for us. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. When we receive this revelation that he knows the plans and purposes he has for us, when we receive this revelation, we truly receive it. Whatever we go through, whatever challenge we go through, we will know he's there for us. We will know he's there for us. One of the things that I admired um, Pastor Joe about, through all he went through, he always knew that God was there. He always knew God was there through the pain he felt, through the challenges he faced, he always knew God was there. So regardless of whether or not you're going through a really bad situation, things are really tough. It's just knowing that God is there, not thinking that, oh, he's abandoned you, he's not there, but just having that mindset, he's there. He's there for you, regardless. We, we see Joseph also within the Bible with all the challenges he faced from being sold into slavery by his brothers, being accused of rape by Potiphar's 
Potiphar's wife, um, ended up in prison. He knew God was there. He went through the process. Yes, he wasn't very nice, but he went through the process. Maybe halfway through, some of us would have given up. Did he abandon his siblings after what they did? No, he didn't. For some of us, that's all we need. What? You sold me to slavery? Not having that. And this is what Ozzy was speaking about earlier. You know, loving each other, but not focusing on what they've done. But loving each other. So regardless of what we're going through, what has been thrown our way, we just continue to seek God, knowing that he's there, knowing that he's helping us through. Because at times we need to go through that process. For different reasons, we need to go through the process. We need to be positioned as well in the right place to receive from the Lord. He's put certain giftings and talents and characteristics within us. We need to be positioned in the right place so that we can receive from him to activate those things he's placed in us. Ephesians 5, verse 15 to 17. So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. 1 Peter 5, verse 8 to 9. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And also Romans 8, verse 28 says, and we know that for those who love God, Love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. We need to be positioned right. Making sure that we're having the right attitude, making sure that we're walking with the right people. We're not putting ourselves in situations where the wrong people are speaking different things into us or walking with them and we're doing things that we shouldn't be doing as children of God we know the things that we should be involved in and we know the things that we shouldn't be involved in we need to be positioned right I think I've shared this before that um when I was uh, Mecca and I went over to America this is when I think Eden was just under a year and um, 
I was on maternity at the time and my family members, because I was staying with them, it was, they were speaking, they didn't think they were speaking quite negatively, but it came across negatively because it was just, oh my goodness, how can you be off work for so long? Because in America, we know that their maternity is non-existent, really. They have like four weeks. And um, if you have a C-section, I think it's up to six to eight weeks that they have. So they don't really have much maternity. But I had been on maternity and I think I was taking off a year and they just couldn't understand that because in America, all they do is work, work, work. Um, but it actually <laughs> made me feel bad. And I started to think, oh, maybe I've done the wrong thing. I shouldn't be doing that. But bless my husband, because he we um, he knew what we had discussed for me to take off this time. And looking back now, when I look back, I think to myself, why did I allow my family to get to me with, with what they were saying? They didn't mean any harm um, by it, but it came across quite negatively. Um, and he used to really, and he used to actually really bother me. And I remember when they used to go and I used to get quite emotional about it. Um, but yeah, it's things like that. Sometimes you're the family that you're around as well. You speak certain things to them, maybe the plans that you have. And in their eyes, they're looking after your best interest when really, um, no, because you know what the Lord has spoken to you. You know what he's saying to you. And they're coming out of a place of concern, um, place of making sure that, yes, you're doing the right thing, but the Lord has spoken to you. The Lord has placed, deposited these things into you. You are the best one to know what you should be doing. So it's just making sure that you position yourself right. Whom you speak to, whom you share even certain things with. Positioning ourselves, making sure that we accomplish what God has placed in us. And sometimes it's down to ourselves. We, we, things that we get involved in, we, we miss the way, we, we miss what God wants us to do because of where we've placed ourselves. And, and there are times when God blocks certain things, but we try our very best to go and unblock it, thinking it's God that is telling us to go and unblock it when really it's our own self, it's our own determination to get to that place that we feel we should be at. When we, Mecca and I lived in Dartford, um, most of you know, we lived in a two bedroom flat. And as the children, we had more and more children, the place, it's became small um, for us. And um, <laughs> my time's going, I'll be really quick. Um, it became very small for us. And I remember I used to get really frustrated, really, um, yeah, I used to get really frustrated with the whole thing and I really wanted us to move. Cut a long story short, um, I spoke to Mecca because I had heard that 
there was somebody in church who actually did this. They moved out of their flat, which they'd bought, and they then rented it. And then they, so they moved out of their flat. They didn't sell it. They rented that one and they moved into a rented accommodation. It was a house. And I said, oh, we could do that. You know, we could do that so that we can have the space. Because like, no, no, that's not what the Lord is saying. We need to stay there. We need to stay here. And obviously I listened to my husband, but then I was thinking, oh, that could have been a really good plan. But I'm really thankful that we didn't do that because that's not what the Lord wanted us to do. That is so not what the Lord wanted us to do because the Lord um, continued to speak to me and he gave me a word about being, um, it was a word which is Philippians 4 verse 11 to 13, which was basically just saying to me that for me to be content, whether I have little or whether I have a lot. And that word carried me through. And it must've been a good few years later. It wasn't even immediately that we moved out of that flat. But if we had actually, if Mecca had listened to me saying, oh yeah, that's a really good idea. Let's do that. But that's not what the Lord wanted. You know, that is not what he wanted because he wanted us to stay there. If that's what the Lord wanted, he would have spoken to Mecca as well. And for us to do the um, what I was suggesting. But sometimes we put ourselves in situations that we don't need to be in. We put ourselves in debt that we, di- we don't need to be in because of self. And this is why I'm saying we need to move away from self and focus on what the Lord is saying to us focus on him and as we focus on him he will direct us in the paths that we should be taking Ephesians chapter 5 says imitate God therefore in everything you do because you are his dear children in everything we do imitate God Imitate God. Imitate him in everything we do, in our speech, in our actions, in our attitude. Because as we imitate him, those things that he has for us, we will see them come to pass. And remember, as you go through the year, go through the months, go through the weeks, go through the days, that you have been hand carved by God. You have his workmanship to do good work. You have been created for his purpose. He's the pot, he's the clay, sorry, he's the potter. You are the clay and allow him to continue to mold you into his design, hand carved by him. I want us to pray. Father, Lord, we want to thank you. Thank you, Father God, that you have spoken through me. I bring, Father God, different ones before you. I pray, O Lord, that you will help us to know how special we are. You will help us, Father God, to rely upon you, to trust in you, to allow ourselves to be molded by you, to be directed by you, Lord. Help us to spend that time with you. 
so that we can know those plans, those purposes you have. We can know even the blueprint that you have for us, for those plans that you have given us. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Have your way in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.